Hey, all you skill seekers, welcome back to the What If Project podcast. My name is Tracy and I'm one of your co-hosts. And I'm Rain, I'm your other co-host. And we are two skill building moms who are looking to move away from the nine to five grind and into more sustainable and intentional practices as we pursue our passions. So join us as we take this show on the road in the format of all things social, and what we like to call modules as we are learning and growing together. Welcome to episode 24 of the What If Project podcast. And we are starting a brand new module starting tomorrow. We're recording this episode on April the 10th and it will air on April the 12th. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the new module, Rain. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're so, so nice to have you here. <laughs> so we are diving into two weeks of concentrated focus on one of my absolute favorite topics in the whole wide world, which is Earth Day every day. Hey, balloons and fireworks. We need to figure out the sound effects for sure. Your little sound effect button. In this module, we are going to be exploring and learning and going deeper in our own sustainable practices when it comes to all things green and environmentally friendly, eco-conscious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We are going to be working together to build out the module in such a way where our followers and ourselves are introduced to maybe some new ideas. And we're also bringing some ideas to the table that we have already been engaging in that are making our planet, our mother earth, a better, more sustainable environment for not just us, but for future generations. So Rain, are you excited as I am? I am probably not as excited as you are, Tracy, because you are practically vibrating in your chair. I can see you there, but I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not wiggling. Oh, not yet. Maybe will you be will be. Maybe I will be wiggling shortly. Okay. So I wrote out a little statement and it goes a little something like this. <laughs> Earth Day Every Day is an opportunity to become more eco-conscious and engage in activities and a lifestyle that will lead to, to a greater sustainable practice to minimize the negative impact on our environment. This is a mindset. So, you know, we hear the whole phrase Earth Day every day, every day is Earth Day, especially in the month of April, as we approach April 22nd, which is earmarked globally as Earth Day, happens to be one of my favorite days of the year. But when it comes down to really what does that mean? It could really mean a lot of different things to different people. So my first question for you today, Rain, is what does Earth Day Every Day mean to you? Well, I guess for me, Earth Day Every Day basically is what it sounds like, right? It's just the practice of keeping the earth sort of top of mind as you walk through your life and examining your habits to see those that have more impact, whether they're positive or negative on the, you know, the planet that we call home. Gotcha. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And just as a participant sitting in the participant seat, why would you think that this particular Earth Day Everyday module is something that fits kind of our ethos, our why we do the what if project? 
Sure. Well, you know, the things that we're really excited about, sustainable living and preparedness and self-reliance and all those things, those things are very naturally aligned and integrated with healthy earth practices, right? I mean, we can't, well, we only have one home, right? I mean, that whole thing. But in addition, treating the resources that we have with care and uh, with respect, and in my personal opinion, one of the primary, if not the primary resource that we all have together that we share is planet Earth. Yeah, so true. It's the one thing we definitely all have in common and our basic mm -hmm. needs, right? We all have those, you know, essential needs of air, water, food, shelter. Mm -hmm. um, and I dare say community mm -hmm. <laughs> and that without that, we aren't really human, you know, that, that those are some of the things that set us apart and make us hu humans. And we have to have those things. And unfortunately, one of my opinions, and I think is backed scientifically is we have not been good citizens of managing our resources in such a way that will lead to long-term sustainability for our planet. And I told Rain before we got started, like, I feel some soapbox coming on. <laughs> I, I don't know where it is. It's got to be around here somewhere. I can climb on it. But just thinking about our society, and I don't think anybody could disagree that especially here in the United States, which is where Rain and I are both from and where we live, we are in a very consumeristic society. That is the place where we live and it's something that's extremely hard to get away from and everything is driven by the almighty dollar not necessarily by what makes sense for the environment just thinking about consumerism and thinking about the things that are important to the what if project so I, I i jotted down the things that are kind of our highlights and then also what we have declared as part of our bio statement we are green that's one of the things that we focus on sustainable, like you already said, thrifty. And we're gonna talk about how that relates to an Earth Day everyday scenario, preparedness, DIY and how to's, um, even our podcast, you know, using our voices to make a change, to make a difference, to educate and inform. We are about intentional actions. We have both already stated in just the first five minutes that there is this in actionable part of going green or participating in Earth Day every day. And we are building skills and we are serving joy. And so the one thing that I wanted to just kind of kick us off with too is joy, our, our beautiful brand persona, joy. And we have coined this term serving joy, meaning we aim to serve her with all the things that we do in the What If Project podcast. We are also taking the time to actually serve joy to other people. And when I think about that, for me, one of the things that makes me really sad is driving down the highway, which I just did today for a two and a half hour drive. And the roadway is littered with trash. Most of it's plastic or non-compostable in some kind of way. Our environment, being outdoors, being near water, being in the woods is so important to us. But those are resources that are not uh, guaranteed to stay clean and pristine forever if we don't take care of them. And so 
that's kind of like the heavy of it, you know, and why we want to serve joy, which is there is a solution. Can one single person do it all? No, they can't. Can you do all the things all the time? Probably not. And you shouldn't expect yourself to, but can I make a difference in some small yet sustainable and consistent way? Absolutely. I can, you can, we all can. If we all join in it together, then we have a a real chance of making a, a global difference. Okay, soapbox done for the moment. <laughs> so, Rain, why is more sustainable practice in the idea of an Earth Day every day going green concept important to you? Well, it's important to me because I am raising the next generation of people. <laughs> I think about it quite frequently from the perspective of my children and what they're going to inherit. And I am very concerned about that. I would like to be a good steward of the earth and of the resources that we have. I'm certainly not perfect. I don't think any of us are, but I am trying to make changes moving forward that are more responsible, you know, but for me, it really does boil down to what, what kind of legacy am I leaving for my daughters? It makes me really sad when I think about the things like you're talking about driving down the street and seeing all this litter everywhere. You know, if you think about where we live, we have a lot of really wonderful natural resources and our access to those resources has been restricted more and more over just mine and your lifetime, Tracy, because people are not treating it well. They're leaving trash on the beaches. They're messing with you know the wild ponies in ways that are causing death and illness and those sorts of things and and so by not being good responsible humans on planet earth by not being good members of community by not being careful with these things that we've been gifted with and i do believe that our environment is a gift it's it's not only impacting us negatively, but you and I have had experiences that our children will never probably be able to have free access to, or they're not gonna have the same kind of scenic things that we have. They're gonna have to worry about water levels and mm-hmm. water pollution. I mean, and not only water levels, like the rising ocean, which is impacting our area. We're starting to flood more often because of yes. things like that, but also our aquifers are being mm-hmm. drained. So our drinking water, um, we have less access to that. I know that every parent's fear is what am I leaving for my children? But I think with the increasing population of the earth, and the way that we are all treating it, I really do think that the next generation is in a situation that is unprecedented. All right. So my next question is, tell me a few things that you have already done, whether it's um, recently or just in the past, that you would consider to be environmentally friendly practices. You know, I'm pretty careful about the way that we use our heating and air conditioning. I don't keep my house very, very hot in the wintertime. I don't keep my house very cool in the summertime. My windows have been open for several weeks as much as I can just to kind of reduce that sort of impact. I don't know that I have, as a practice, made a whole lot of decisions from the perspective of intentionally being environmentally conscious is the truth. Okay. Well, great news. We got two <laughs> weeks ahead of us. Yeah, no, can... I'm 
And that's now you great. Can, you could find some things if you so desire. That's great. Um, so I made a list of a few things that I have done over the, the years. And this is not ex exclusive. And, and I was really thinking them more in the format of like swaps because I have some additional swaps that I'd like to do. But I went back and was like, okay, what have I, what have I already swapped out? You know, mm -hmm. with this for that. One that's, uh, thank goodness, is not on my plate anymore. I did not do for my first child, but I did cloth diaper Ellie. I didn't even know I could do that when Samuel came along. I was like, wait, that's an option? Like, what? So that was a big deal. And I, I loved cloth diapering her, you know, just doing some more research on plastics and microplastics and how those impact our environment and how things come concentrated with water. And basically, watered-down chemicals get transferred and moved all over our country, which, of course, there makes them heavier and more plastic so like laundry detergent for one and so those were kind of things i started swapping out a long time ago and of course as you get busy then you go back to the convenience of just grabbing it off of the grocery store shelf so like laundry detergent is something i've uh, recently gone back to making because i can buy all the ingredients that i need in cardboard containers or paper containers which are all easily recyclable i uh you use a bar shampoo instead of buying it in a plastic container. I use bamboo toothbrush. But I had was using a bar dish soap, um, and I would like to find a replacement for that. It's all gone currently. I've been thrifting since I was able to have a few dollars in my pocket, and it's probably one of my other favorite things to do or talk about besides <laughs> uh, the environment. And so that is an extremely sustainable, green, eco-friendly practice is using something that's already in the system, has already been produced, has already been used, and then reusing that thing instead of producing another thing. Because the production of so many of the things that we consume are actually, it's actually really bad for the environment. So it's not just the item that might not be good for it, but actually getting it from raw material all the way through to production and to your home including the transportation so that's uh just one thing for shopping local that's something you do rain so you shop i local. do that's yep. true yeah i do absolutely when i can i do try to prioritize that yep you know some simple things like using a bar of lye soap instead of a, a pre-made stain remover or a spot stick I still do use Ziploc bags, but very sparingly and very intentionally. But I have cloth bags that I use and beeswax wraps. I don't throw away Ziploc bags. We wash them and reuse them. So I'm kind of like my grandma. Like I will wash and reuse the, the butter tub if I need to. Mm -hmm. and this is one of the TMI things that I talked about on the, one of our the reels last week, or maybe it was a video. So I also use cloth wipes instead of toilet paper. Only for number one, not for number two. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> I do know some people. No poop wash. Not. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't play a cloth diaper myself. <laughs> that was mm -hmm. baby only. But uh, I'm very interested in a bidet of some kind. It's something we've looked at over and over again. I just never pulled the trigger on ordering. And my daughter actually would really like to have a bidet as well. So that's something that's on our list. We don't use very many paper towels. We've had the same roll of paper towels literally since the beginning of the year. We use rags, dishcloths, and cloth napkins. So we also don't buy napkins. We use cloth napkins. So those are just a few of the things that are 
some of the swaps that that I've made out over many years and some of the practices I've kind of gone back to some have stuck like the napkins we've since I got married I've always used cloth napkins never buy paper napkins except for maybe like a party so those are some of the things that I have done but I'm ready to like level up like I'm I'm ready I feel it coming I feel some room opening up on my plate to be able to concentrate on some of these things to be more intentional and it's really, really important to me. It's super important to me. So yay. So That's I did awesome. I did identify, which we'll talk some more about this too, a couple of things that just immediately popped in my head is a sponge for just washing dishes. That is what we all prefer to use as a sponge, but I'm still buying, like there's a certain kind of TJ Maxx that I really like. So I'm looking for a swap for that. I have washed my sponges because they're not, they're like, I guess like a foam sponge, but it's like cloth on one side and scrubby on the other. So I'll wash them, but you know, eventually their life cycle is, is done. So I am looking for a swap for that. And oh, Rain's got her hand up. I might have a swap for that. Yay. So Will's mom makes these scrubbies that I totally, totally love and she crochets them. And there's a certain kind of, I guess it's like a yarn or something that is very, it's like abrasive. And so half of her thing is like a traditional cotton. And then the other half has that kind of like scrubbiness, but it doesn't scratch any of your surfaces. And I oh. love them. She makes them for me all the time. So I can get you some of those and you Yay. can tell me if you like them. I have a birthday coming up. Do you? Yeah. Wait, what? I This is the first <laughs> I'm hearing of this. <laughs> Live on channel 16, it's Tracy's birthday. Breaking news. <laughs> I know I will I'll, I, I will totally reach out to her because I love them and she always sticks them in like my Easter basket oh, and my Christmas so cool. stocking. Yeah, I think you'll like them. I'm, I'm making myself a note right now. So I'll get you some. Hey, maybe, maybe we solved a problem. And then the other thing that I am looking I have I know what the solution is. I just need to get it executed is our coffee situation. So we love our coffee. And we go through about a bag of coffee a week. So like your Dunkin' Donuts bag of coffee. We use whole beans. I'd love to find a more either local, like a local roaster where I can buy those from, preferably not in plastic or plastic coated packaging, or go back to buying it in bulk. There's a couple places locally where I can get that, but none of them are like nearby. I'd have to make a trip to New Bern or a trip to Cedar Point to be able to buy bulk coffee. And there's an option there and I can take my own container and fill it with what I want, but I just have to do it. All right, okay. This is just a note for myself and for Rain and for any listeners, but these next two weeks, there will be no guilt. This is not about guilting people into doing something or making anybody feel guilty about what they do or don't do. This is literally about increasing awareness and intention. It's not about comparison. It's not to say, oh, I'm doing this and you're only doing that. Like, that's not what it's about. It's about everybody saying, hey, you know what? I can always do better. Everybody can always do better. And if you want to do better, then cool. If you don't, well, that's that's up to you. You know, like there's no guilt associated here. Just fun to say that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I have a worksheet for us 
that I have designed and I have a bit of dare I say game it's not a, it's not a game for us to play right here today but this is a not in the traditional sense of the word but more or less an Earth Day everyday bingo yay I love bingo and so I have two different sheets. And so you can you could choose. They're, they're both completely different. So you can choose one or the other. Or if you want to build your own, there's also a blank version. So if you didn't like my pre-planned ideas, you can all build your own with this one, which mm -hmm. is just a blank sheet. So it's just a, a little grid that's got 14 blanks on it and a cute little earth in the middle. Because one of the goals for us for this challenge is that over the next 14 days every day we will do something my something and rain something could look, look very different but that we will do some kind of intentional practice in the effort to make our, our planet a better place and it could be super easy like buying local produce and goods we, we already like to do that that's easy like okay i can check that one off go for a hike go go for a walk Instead of running errands solo, go do that with a friend. So these are easy practices that you can put in place at your own pace and check those off. So the, the first thing on our list is a commitment to focusing on doing one thing every day for the next 14 days and tracking it in some kind of way. So that was the point of the this. If you check it off, well, then it's tracked. Good. Then you get a you get a gold star. That's a great idea. The next thing is on this is on the worksheet. Of course, we always have our what if statements. So those are really powerful for Raina and I because this is the what if project. But uh, making a declarative statement of what if I and then you get to fill in the blank uh, in the realm of Earth Day every day. And then name three reasons that you want to be more eco-conscious. So literally thinking about these are three reasons why I would like to be more eco-conscious. And then spending some time evaluating your lifestyle and daily practices to identify three areas where you could go greener. And again, that could look like something that's complicated or it could be super simple. There's no, there's no rules here. It's just pick three little areas. Maybe it's, you know, we spent the last two weeks in the kitchen and doing a lot of things from very simple basic ingredients so one area could be okay i've gone kind of to a 2.0 in my made from scratch and diy so maybe i'm going to take it to a 3.0 and to see what of those things that i've been creating and making can i go even greener i don't know if you noticed the bag of baking soda that i had that we made our shoe deodorizer with that was in a plastic zip top bag and now you can get the same large box of baking soda and it's in a cardboard paper container which makes me super happy so several years ago because that baking soda that we used was kind of old which we figured was fine for shoe deodorizer but it was in a in plastic and and so those kinds of things like how can i up my game all right and then the next thing on our worksheet is identifying three local resources that you could access to learn more about the environment. And then three ways that you can make a difference at home, locally or globally. How's that go? Act locally, think globally. 
-hmm. but even more of a microcosm even at home so home kind of our local and then globally Mm -hmm. and then the next thing being who is your eco hero so that could be somebody as famous as rachel carson or a recent social media influencer and then lastly on our worksheet is what do you gain from thinking green and taking care of our planet so that's the content of our worksheet I also made us these like Earth Day affirmation cards. I don't know if you those can. are cute. I can, yeah. yeah, those are cute. Yeah, so I I printed out mine on regular paper. They they should go on cardstock, but I mean they're just they're simple I statements like I am a giver, a swapper, and a sharer. <laughs> I use my voice to share my sustainable journey. I make things from scratch. So it's just these simple statements i find reuses for items before recycling or tossing so they're just like simple ways to glance out there's um there's 16 of them so enough to get through one a day plus a few extras just to Mm -hmm. remind us like i i am that person even if i do it in one small way yeah that's great i like those yay so maybe those will make an appearance somewhere else and be available in some kind of way so One of the very popular phrases that we hear around Earth Day and talking about environmental practices is reuse, reduce, recycle. And there's a whole lot of other terms that are used that I take for granted because I think I know what they mean, but I realize not everybody may know what they mean. So one of the things I also wanna try to accomplish over the next few weeks is using some of that terminology, but also explaining what it means. So America has a trash problem that they don't know what to do with. Absolutely. And it and it is it's a problem on so many levels. And I'm so thank you for saying that. This this is truly a a first world problem that we as first world citizens have not dealt with as Americans. Mm-hmm. So Americans, I'm sorry for a minute, like let's just get real about this that other countries other first world countries are doing a much, much better job at who are Mm -hmm. considerably smaller and have much less land to take advantage of. Mm -hmm. You know, like we have so much amazing natural resources at our fingertips, but we are we are not doing a great job at managing those resources, especially in a long term way. Um, And so I think the real conversation around the privilege that we have and being wise with that and being good stewards of it. I think you've used that word earlier, Rain, being a good steward, but also making sure that when we're purchasing items, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with with having nice things, but buying quality things that are gonna last, um, that aren't gonna be kind of broke down in a year or two, that's just gonna go back into the landfill and you have to go buy a new, cheap thing uh not and hey like i buy secondhand all the time i i don't have to i i choose to i love it i've had to buy presswood bookcases before because i needed a bookcase and i didn't have money to buy a real wood one or whatever again no guilt no shame but my thing is if you if you can have a choice there are better choices to be made i think sometimes especially like with the recycling when you know better you can do better And so really understanding what that looks like, 
locally where you are, understanding it as a country and then understanding it globally, what the impacts are of recycling. And if we can make the choice to never let it get to that point of being recycled or going to landfill, then that's the best choice. Um, and sometimes it's not a this or that. Sometimes there's a good, better and best way of doing that. I was having a conversation with my sister earlier and she's like, well, you know, sometimes you know, you can't just do do it all. And you know, I was like, you're absolutely right. But sometimes there's a, a good and sometimes there's a better and sometimes there's a best. And if you're doing the good, then great. If later on you can do the better, fine. Or if you got to go back to the good, that's fine too. Like there's, it's a sliding scale. So another term that is thrown around this community a lot is zero waste in the whole like environmentally friendly community. Rain, has that ever been something you've ever thought about or experimented with? It is only something that I've thought about in terms of, I know it is something that you <laughs> have been working towards um, and you have talked to me about it, but it's not something, it's not something I personally have ever tried to experiment with. I just want to make sure that, make sure everybody understands what zero waste means. So it's just a term that means you're trying to create as little waste as possible through your lifestyle. So I'll tell you, I have not experimented with zero waste, like I just told you, but I have really been frustrated and very conscientious. I would say probably off and on for years, but really since we have gotten into our module stuff, starting really with the decluttering, with how much waste my family of four generates like we have all this extra stuff which i've complained about before that i'm you know slowly working my way through but just the volume of stuff that gets thrown away in my house every single day is kind of astonishing i really don't know what size our trash can is but you know it's it comes up to you know my chest basically and it's on wheels <laughs> like right. it's a big container yeah i don't and, we, that well, that can be part of our research this week let's figure out how many gallons that baby is yeah i i don't know but i know that my trash can takes 13 gallon bags and i probably put five or six at least probably into that trash can every single week and it's just it's crazy. I don't even understand where it all comes from. And, you know, some of it is kind of big, bulky packaging that comes off of other things that gets kind of crammed into the trash can. And a lot of it is packaging from other things. It's a lot of food packaging primarily. And I guess just stuff that my kids are opening, packages of erasers or, you know, just all of these little things that accumulate, they're done with the toothpaste. So that goes in the trash. It's crazy. And that is something that I have been really conscious about. You have talked over the last couple of weeks about auditing your trash. So that is something that I do have plans to do over the next couple of weeks, just because I, I feel like there, I feel like there's some real clues in my trash can right now about things that could be done much differently. I love it. That makes me so happy. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. Like I'm like, ah. I'm so going to send you video while I'm doing it. I'm going to be like, do you see what's in my trash can? <laughs> I well, I did an I did a little audit uh, and did a video of my, our recycling container, not our big one outside, not the giant neon green one, but mm -hmm. my little one. I have a little one indoors, and so it's just showing what that looks like to make it really easy. And it's right by the trash can, so that it's very easy to put the recycling in the recycling container and not the trash receptacle. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I've also been paying attention to our trash as well and just taking note of it. I actually took a picture. I ran out as the trash truck was coming the other day. I ran outside because mm. the bin was already on the side of the road and I lifted the lid and took a picture of the yes. inside because I wanted to see how full it was because I wasn't mm -hmm. really sure. Um, so just I had some record of, of what things looked like. Mm -hmm. All right. So another little note that I had just jotted down, it's more of like my little, my little bubble notes to myself. One of the goals for, for me, and I dare say for us through the next two weeks is a focus on sustainability is greater than convenience. And I know for us, we've talked about that over and over again, and almost every single module we've been through about how our busy lives have demanded convenience from us. And that convenience comes at a really high price. We've talked about that through our intentional spending module. We talked about it in the microgreen module, through their decluttering. I mean, we literally have talked about it in each and every model, I think. We have. And, and this particular model, it's really the, the cost of convenience and what that is costing our environment, our environment as in our, our own home. But I'm super excited about the next few weeks and being able to take a look at my own life and my own practices and my family and trying to make small changes in order to live a more environmentally friendly lifestyle. And I'm excited to share that with you because we like to share the things we're passionate about. Yes. And I really hope that people who are following along will be encouraged and inspired um, and join in some way and share that with us. So please, if you do join in with us, you can use the hashtag, what if I go green? And you can also use the hashtag Earth Day Everyday Challenge. So those are gonna be the hashtags we'll be using for this module coming up. And we will be back again in one week and we're going to be talking about what have we done to engage in this more sustainable lifestyle so rain i have sent you all of your printables so you should have them all in your in inbox um, okay. and if this is uh, something that any of our listeners are as passionate about as i am or even just a little bit or somewhere in between we hope that you'll come back and listen next week and join us over on social media as we get down to business in the next 14 day module. Rain, is there anything else you'd like to add to this conversation before we wrap it up or anything that I've missed? No, I don't think so. I think this has been a very comprehensive intro. Thank you, Tracy. Well, you are welcome. Next week, I promise I'm going to go deeper though. I, pro I promise. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, if that is it, my environmentally friendly friend, we will say that's a wrap. That's a wrap.